Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success as listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 145, just rounding on Interstate 85 and getting on to literally Interstate 285 as I am just talking with you guys and we're going to talk about Jesus, baby. We'll talk about the kingdom, all right? We'll talk about the kingdom. And man, whew, I am... Uh, I am Excited to talk to you guys today. Uh, I have a general idea of what I'm going to talk about, but man, I tell you, um, I am excited about it. Uh, nonetheless, I've just got some things just welling up in my spirit. So here we go. Um, I'm actually headed to a school uh, that I've been to before and actually doing a lunch and learn. And, um, you know, I just come at you guys the first time actually checking out the Success Edge. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm basically just taking a drive in my car. We're going to have a conversation like we would uh, in the car. And, you know, you can take uh, what I talk about uh, here and go back and uh, pontificate on it. Yes, pontificate on it. Uh, Because I promise you that it will bless your life. Because, you know, really all I want to do is just be an example. I just want to be a... Uh, an example that the word works outside of the four walls of the church. You do not have to be a minister of the gospel. Uh, you don't have to be a preacher, uh, an evangelist, a missionary. You don't have to be any of those things. Um, you know, not saying any of those things are bad. Any of those positions are bad, but you don't have to have that title or anything like that in order to go and make an impact outside of the four walls of the church. I mean, I know a gentleman right now uh, that, you know, his uh, his greatest uh, his greatest desire or one of his greatest desires uh, for his grandchildren is for them to actually become um, actually preachers or ministers of the gospel. And, you know, that is an old mindset that has to get, has to, you know, you have to rid yourself of to not think that you know you that you're a second-class citizen if you are you know not being a minister of the gospel per se, aka a preacher or some kind of uh, pastor or evangelist or missionary, you are not a second-class citizen uh, in the kingdom of God. You are actually a citizen. Period. Uh, you are. You have every right, every opportunity that uh, you need in order to go out and accomplish the assignment that God has upon your life. And, you know, there's just things that you've got to, you know, you know, rid yourself of the thinking that you have inside of you in order to grasp that. I mean, if, if, you know, something that I say, um, you know, you always want to filter it through the Holy Spirit. All right. Now, and then again, you know, maybe your thinking might, you know, what I say might be a little bit above or a little bit about, you know, above what you might think of, but, you know, if it agrees with your spirit, receive it, and don't try to figure it out, don't try to bring your, 
uh, bring what the Word of God says down to your level of thinking. Just allow the Word, just like what I talked about in episode 145, just sow that Word into your heart and allow the process of the kingdom to manifest that inside of you. You know, water that seed, uh, nurture that seed, whatever that revelation or whatever that, you know, thought is, just allow it to, you know, get inside. You know, here's the thing, you know, let me just give you an easy example. All right. Last night, um, we had uh, chicken and salad and some mixed vegetables uh, that we ate for dinner, me and uh, my family and I. And, you know, I never one time thought about or even considered how that chicken and that vegetables and that salad got digested inside of me. I never sat there and said, "Mm, man, is my stomach or, you know, is the enzymes in my mouth, are are they going to start to activate and really, no, 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 no. I'm not going to sit there and, you know, try to figure that out as it, you know, as I, as the process is happening. I'm not going to, you know, I just receive the food and the food, you know, basically that, uh, that process takes over the same thing about the kingdom. And when you're in the kingdom, you receive what you need. And, you know, one of the kingdom mindsets that you've got to, you know, you know, incorporate inside of you, all right, or in uh, part of your thinking is this right here. As you now become a kingdom citizen, your opinion no longer matters. Okay. Now I'm not sitting there talking like that. You can't sit there and, you know, have a, you know, um, a straight up conversation about things with your heavenly father. All right. But whenever it comes to, you know, things in the kingdom, such as the law, laws of the kingdom, or, you know, rules, regulations, you know, things of that nature that are in the kingdom, your opinion does not count. And so, you know, you don't have to sit there and try to understand. All you need to do is receive and allow the, the thing to process, allow the thing. You know, that's what I told, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I told the one gentleman I was sitting across from um, a couple of weeks ago, actually several weeks ago. You know, he was, all this stuff was starting to happen and manifesting in his life of, you know, success. And, you know, he was really just kind of struggling with this. And I, and I just told the gentleman, I said, man, listen, just receive your success. And then, man, it was like a, like a weight just came off his shoulders you know, whenever he got that, I just said, just receive, don't try to receive it, just receive and allow the actual process to take place. You know, when a, when a woman, you know, uh, a, a woman that is married, let me just make sure I get that out there. A woman that is married, you know, and wants to have a child, you know, and you know, she and her husband get together and they conceive. Well, that woman doesn't sit there and try to figure out, okay, you know, what's the baby doing right now? Or what, what's getting ready to happen? No, no, no. She just receives and things start to happen inside of her, right? Much like your heart, much like what anything that might hit you as far as a revelation from the word that you might not have heard before. Just receive it and allow that seed that goes inside of you to do the work, all right? Or actually what happens is your heart 
your heart takes that seed and it begins to do the work. You don't even have to try to think it up. All right? So, as, as I, as I kind of go through this whole process of the kingdom with you, um, I just want to talk about one thing that um, is, is really kind of, you know, on me. And that is, you know, we've, we've got to get away from this old, you know, sin conscious, sin nature, this old man that is dead inside of you that is no longer there because when you became a born again believer it literally says in uh, one of it's, I think it's either first second Corinthians it says that you have become a new creature in Christ and some of the I think it's in the amplified it says you've become a new species all right and that's your spirit man now you have got you know one thing that you do have to do, is you have to begin to meditate, meditate on the kingdom, meditate on, you know, the word of God and allow that process to start to work inside of you so that your spirit man can become the most dominant uh, force inside of you. And then therefore, guess what? Your spirit man will start to dominate the soulish realm that you have, which is your mind, will, and emotion. All right? Because a lot of times what happens to people is they sit there and never really meditate, never really build up their spirit man, never really pray in the Holy Spirit, building up their faith. They never take the time to, you know, chew on the Word of God. They just go to Sunday morning, they punch their time card, they say, great, that was a nice little tickle on my ears as far as a funny joke the pastor might have told or interesting statistic that the pastor shared, all right? And that's all. That's it. That's all they do. They go about their day. They go about the Sunday. You know, they might go get something to eat afterwards. They'll go take a nap, you know, or they'll go play with their children or they'll just, you know, go watch Sunday uh, afternoon football. And then they get up and go to work and they do their work and they never one time think about and they might you know they might get a little quote you know that might come to their phone you know uh which is is better than nothing i'm not going to sit there and downplay that but gang i'm telling you you know you have every opportunity to ingest the word inside of you seven days a week and getting your spirit man built up you know i i i'm just going to go ahead and say this i i got invited um you know, on, on the Bible app. Okay. On the Bible app, I got invited to, um, to this, you know, Bible study and it's actually a Bible challenge. And I'm not going to go into the name of it or, you know, what it is, but anyway, um, I, I got invited to it and there's a group, there's a group of about seven or eight people, uh, maybe 10, I'm not sure people that are actually on this group. And I just was curious. I, I was curious because it, you know, the name of it just kind of it made me curious to see, okay, what's the line of thinking, you know, that this is on the Bible app. And so I, I started re- I, I've been to my third, I think the third day of this devotion, uh, that's out there. And, you know, maybe, maybe it's because I, I've, you know, I've, I've kind of gotten myself, my mind has become 
more and more renewed. It's still becoming more and more renewed, but it's becoming more and more renewed to, you know, that I'm not, I'm not a sinful man anymore. I'm not a, I'm, I'm that old life that I once had is gone. It's dead. It's, it's no more. And where that, you know, I don't have to sit there and dwell on, you know, that, you know, I'm, I gotta, you know, you know, beat myself down and put that old man, you know, granted, yeah, whenever, probably whenever I was, you know, a young, young child, and maybe some people might be right there, but, you know, because of what, you know, thankfully the Lord has put inside of me and, you know, just some of the things that I've done in the past, I don't have to think that way anymore. I don't have to be, you know, that, you know, woesome Christian, you know, thinking, oh man, every day I sin and every day I screw up and every day I, you know, mess up and I just have to always go to the cross and, you know, always have to ask for forgiveness. And, you know, it, it really makes me, you know, and this just maybe me, it makes me feel so powerless. It makes me feel so, you know, um, uh, subservient to my circumstances. It makes me feel like that I have no control over what is going on inside me. And quite honestly, guys, God doesn't want you to live that way. God wants you to be the head and not the tail. He wants you to be above and not beneath. Yes, I know it sits there It sits there and says in the scripture, take up your cross daily. Well, you know what? It also says that Jesus says, you know, hey, my burden is light. My yoke is easy. You know, it... I just, I, I get, I get so passionate about this because, you know, if you will, again, um, start building your spirit man up, um, I mean, there are plenty of podcasts out there, guys, that will, you know, help build you up. I, I, this one gentleman, um, you know, I won't say his name, but, you know, he's a great, good friend of mine back in South Carolina. And, you know, he's always got a good attitude. He always has, you know, something uplifting to say. You know, he's always got a good outlook on life. He's always having some good, he always has good things happening for him. But why is that? Well, you know what? One reason why it is for him is because he, he, he programs himself. He, he, he's, he's feeding his spirit man that he's no longer, you know, above his, I mean, below his circumstances. He doesn't sit there and feed himself on, oh, woe is me. You know, I'm a sinful Christian. You know, I, I screw up all the time. You know, I've got to put my flesh down. You know, I've got to always, you know, um, you know, anytime I talk to the Lord, I always say, you know, Lord, I, I, I know I screwed up probably today. I just don't know where it's at. You know, no, you know, this gentleman always, you know, he, he listens to things that tell him that he's at the head and not the tail, that he's above and not beneath. Because if you're a kingdom citizen, okay, now watch this. If you're a kingdom citizen and a child of the Most High God, right? I'm just going to take my own children for an example. My own children. Okay, so you, you name, name one of them. Tyler, Trinity, Timothy, Taylor. All right, whichever one. Let's just take Tyler, for example, the oldest. Okay, he's eight. If Tyler always comes to me, watch this now. Tyler always comes to me with thinking like, 
you know, Dad, I, I'm not worthy to be your son. You know, I, you know, the, the things that you do for me, you know, Dad, I, you know, I'm really thankful for them, but, you know, I'm just unworthy of them, and I, I feel like, you know, that I, I don't deserve them, you know, Dad, and, you know, I, I, I really, I really just, you know, you know, just, you know, yeah, yeah, definitely, Dad, I want the blessing, but I'm just unworthy of it all. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not worth, you know, the, what you've done for me, Dad, and I know that, you know, you, you, you've made, you've, you've made this awesome environment, dad. You've, you've helped me out with so many things, but you know what? I'm nothing, dad. You know, I, I, man, if I'm, a, and I am his father, <laughs> if I'm his dad and he has that kind of attitude and I hope any dad would sit there and help correct their son saying, son, I love you. You are an awesome person. You are the head. You are you. You can do anything you want to do. You you might have a challenge in this area, but you know what? I see you bigger than that. I see you beyond that. You you're gonna do great things, son. You're gonna impact great things. I was telling my my two um, my two oldest as I was taking them to, uh, to school today. I told Tyler and Trinity. I said, you know what, Tyler and Trinity? You know the blessing of the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 20, uh, 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord, if you guys, if you just, you know, listen to the Lord, if you just love the Lord, if you just uh, have and develop the relationship, and I'm just trying to break it down to my eight and, you know, now seven-year-old, I said, if you just love on the Lord, if you just develop your relationship with the Lord, like you, you know, with a good friend, if you just do that, God is going to take both of you guys and do greater things than what your mom and I have ever done. He will do that because that is how God operates. God takes you from where you're at and where your circumstances are and puts you well above what your former, because from where your former people, you know, former life was at. He, he goes from increase to increase, from faith to faith. And I, and I was telling Tyler and Train, they're like, man, what? I know that maybe it's hard for them to understand that totally right now, but you know what? I'm getting it in there. <laughs> and I hope you're getting this too. Quit thinking that you're a low mouth, lowly Christian. Start looking at yourself as a king. Start thinking of yourself as royalty. Start thinking of yourself as, because Satan definitely doesn't want you to think this, you know? He definitely doesn't want you to think this. Start thinking of yourself as, man, I've got more than enough because I am blessed to be a blessing. So that all families of the earth may be blessed through me. Because that is exactly what is on your life. That the blessing of the Lord, it makes you rich. There's a, you know, and there's no painful sorrow added with that. I, you know, I was reading that, uh, that verse and actually a couple different translations and one of the translations says, and hard work adds nothing to it. You know, we have this whole entire mindset, and I used to have this mindset, that man, you know, hard work's what's going to get you to the top. And I'm, and I'm here to, to tell you that hard work is pride. 
hard work is prideful. It is something that the enemy wants you to, you know, sit there and try to propagate, you know, to people saying, I'm a hard worker. You know, man, hmm. when you say that, I want you to, because I used to say, I used to say that. I used to, you know, become very, it was, and literally, here's how I knew it. Here's how I figured out it was a bad, you know, a prideful thing. It became a badge of honor to me. That my hard work was, you know, so I, I never will forget this. Man, yeah, this and this just what goes to show what what it what this means. This is a great illustration. I'm glad the Holy Spirit brought this to my attention. I remember uh, I was sitting there, um, and I'll kind of wrap up this story. I was sitting there, and I I was having uh, having dinner with uh, two two of my business mentors. And I remember we were, you know, kind of drawing out some business plans um, and helping devise some strategy. And, you know, the senior business mentor that was, you know, sitting at the table looked at, you know, uh, one of my business partners and business mentors. And he, and he said to the gentleman, he said, and I'll just use a different name for him, um, call him uh, Joe. Joe, this... Tyler speaking about me. This guy is probably the hardest working guy that you're mentoring right now. And he and he said it in a in a, in a certain sort sort of way. This guy's probably the hardest working guy in your, you know, mentorship sphere of influence that you have right now. And I remember, man, do I remember this? I remember the moment. I remember where I was sitting. I don't remember the restaurant name, but I remember it was a white tablecloth. I remember that, you know, my wife was to my right. The business mentor was, um, you know, the senior guy. He was to my left. The other gentleman was, you know, straight off in front of me. And I remember just, I almost started to cry. (laughs) It filled my heart up with so much, you know, good feeling of, you know, man, somebody's noticing how hard I'm working. And it was a sort, and I didn't recognize at the time, but it was a, a, it was a source of pride that I was going out there and, you know, for what I was doing business wise, I was, you know, in a sense, outworking my competition, outworking everybody else. And man, I'm telling you guys, that it that that it's just pride. It was totally pride in my life. And hard work will add nothing to your life but heartache. It will it will make you older. You'll look older. It will age you. It will bring more stress upon you. Hard work is not a part of the kingdom. Wow, there's the title of this. <laughs> Hard work is not a part of the kingdom. And so let me let me and I let me just wrap up with this. Let me just give you a quick example of what work really looks like in the kingdom. Okay? Let me give you what work really looks like. Alright? 
I remember um, because it says it says it says in you know Deuteronomy twenty eight, you know, and, and I believe it's in chapter in Deuteronomy twenty eight verse one. It says, you know, uh, if you will hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God, all these blessings will come upon you. Okay, so you have you have to listen to the voice of the uh, of the Lord your God. Okay, is not putting anything you know condemning you or anything like that. He's just going to guide you and to teach you and to tell you what you need to do in order to receive, you know, supernatural increase, supernatural strategies for business, supernatural things to be able to accomplish so that you can bless other people. All right. I mean, I just got a strategy just yesterday, two days ago for, you know, seeing the double portion operate in my life. And yes, you know, on, I think it was Sunday morning, the Holy Spirit gave me the strategy. And I'm excited about it. And I've already executed the strategy. And I'm excited to see what the strategy is going to produce. Excited to see what the double portion is going to produce. But let me tell you what it was. I mean, let me tell you just a quick example. The car I'm driving in right now, um, I paid cash for that car. Okay? All right? Or I didn't pay cash for it. The blessing channeled money to me and allowed me to pay cash for the car. Now, it's not a very expensive car. All right? But the car, I think, was right around $24,000 when, uh, when we bought it. Now, the story goes like this. I was, sit, I was, we were, I needed a new vehicle, all right? I need a new car. And so I had a need. I'd already sown seed for a new vehicle, all right? So the kingdom process was in operation, all right? I'd already sown seed for the new vehicle. And so I went out, uh, based upon the leading of the Holy Spirit, started looking at cars, Okay. Well, I I quickly found the car I liked, which which was actually the one I'm driving in. Found it, liked it. I said, "All right, that's the one I want." And I was actually going to um, the the car dealership at the time. You know, basically, <clears throat> you know, had showed me said, "Hey, look, you know, we can get you in this car." Uh, it'll be, you know, and I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to take a loan out. So I was anti that I was not, I've, I'd made my mind up at that point. I was not taking a loan out in the car because I was going to let the kingdom do it. And I thought the kingdom had supplied me with the money already on a monthly basis, you know, from my, from my job. Cause I actually got a car allowance, you know, that was paid to me, you know, by, by my employer. And I thought, okay, well, I guess this is what I need to do. So I was going to lease. I wasn't going to buy it. I was going to lease the car. Now I was going to drive a lot of miles on the car. So there was going to be a little bit of a hang up with all that. But I said, oh, you know, I guess, you know, those will just be, you know, some things I'll just pay, you know, on top of that. And it will be no big deal. Well, praise the Lord that God overrides my, you know, small mindedness. And here's how he did it. So on the day of that I'm, I've decided that I'm going to buy the car and I'm going to go and the guy is already preparing all the lease documents because there's going to be a three-year lease. I go in, I'm getting ready to do it, and I get a phone call from a gentleman and he tells me, hey man, um, you know, I feel led um, to buy this car for, uh, for you, all right? And what rose up inside of me was was this right here was was what I've already got all this figured out I, I don't I don't need somebody else doing this for me it's already done 
you know? And I remember stepping away. My wife encouraged me to step away. Praise the Lord for my wife. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. My wife encouraged me to step away and ask the Holy Spirit what I should do. So I stepped away from the sales guy's table because the phone call came in literally whenever I was talking to the guy. And I stepped away from the table and I conferred with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit said, put down your pride and let me handle this. And I know exactly what he was talking about. I know exactly what the Holy Spirit was saying. That he wanted to use this gentleman to bless me and to pay for the car. So, I laid down my pride and lo and behold wound up going ahead with what the gentleman had just received and the car was fully paid for. And now here is 2018 and it's 2014. 2014 is whenever I, maybe it was, I think it was 2014 when I bought the car because it's a 2014 model and it's new. I think it had 20, you know, I think it had some like uh, maybe a hundred miles or less on the car when I bought it. Um, now it has 117,000 miles on it. Told you I drove a lot of miles. But anyway, guess what? I hearkened unto the voice of the Lord and the blessings were poured out. That's the work right there. Ha! <laughs> you just have to hear from the Holy Spirit. When you hear from the Holy Spirit, everything kind of falls in place. So, there's no hard work in the kingdom, guys. You just have to hear. And it's, it, yeah, man, praise God. So, gang, SEC, know that you're blessed, highly favored, and empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And gang, we'll catch you on the other side.